Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Keep up the good work. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate that you share your opinion. Hot Radio May. I super appreciate that they're in line with Barb. Main's hit music channel. You're going on vacation tomorrow, but I think I need to go back on vacation because I've been nothing but bad luck since I got back in this building. You didn't burn down anything while I was gone. Okay, everything ran smooth. As soon as I get back, everything's been going to ish. It started yesterday when I zapped the system. Yeah, you plugged in your headphones and zapped yourself and it reshot everything in here. It reset everything. Back factory reset. And then uh, <laughs> today, I, I, I knew it was going to be an issue. When, whenever I see them working on the poles outside, whatever oh, God, i don't know what no. company it is but we were driving in and i saw them up on the bucket on the poles and i said ah, that's never good and then we just lost power in the building for a few minutes there and we've had some other issues throughout the morning already but we're powering through tara what does it mean i don't know i'm having issues in my personal life too <laughs> who isn't i got to uh I got to stop talking about my living situation on the radio yeah been there my friend it's not it's not good <laughs> Apparently, a group of my neighbors in the building, they've discovered subscribers. they discovered that I'm on the, the radio and that we post all the audio on the podcast. So they've been <laughs> talking about any time I bitch about something that goes on in the building. Oh, my God. Most yeah. recently, it was the uh, the note about the uh, the painting. I don't know if you remember we were the, talking about the post-it note bandit. Well, there was a bunch of notes that were left out for the painters that they were repainting about mm-hmm. like properly, I don't know, what's the word? Dispose? No, the, the fumes were in there properly airing ventilating? out. Ventilating? the place that was being painted, etc. Um, so th- I was talking about how this lady left so many notes, or a pr- I didn't know at the time who it was. It was just like, a, somebody left so many notes, and I had been seeing the painters every morning, and then that morning I saw the notes. I walked outside. I uh, saw the painters coming in, and I was like, oh man, they have no idea all these angry notes they're about to walk into <laughs> right next to their painting gear. And uh, so I was bringing Lana in last night after doing her business, and uh, lady stopped me and she was like hey by the way you know sometimes you get angry and you leave notes everybody gets angry and then she told me that (gasps) she was the one that left the notes and she's like yeah uh so and so uh was driving and heard the story (gasps) that you were saying wait are they like would you expect so and so to be in the demo to be honest i don't know anyone's name in the building which makes me a bad neighbor i know so i didn't know who she was saying but she was saying so and so heard it and then we found the podcast and then yada yada (laughs) And they were like, oh, yeah. And she snitched on whatever neighbor was the one. There was an incident where Mora wasn't breaking down the boxes in the recycling and she was just throwing it away. And I always break down the boxes. But somebody went somebody went down there and obviously our address is on the boxes and took the unbroken down boxes out of the recycling and put it right in front of our door. So this lady is just calling out people by name. She was like, yeah, that's Vic or whoever it was. He he definitely does that. He's got a pet peeve. That's who that <laughs> what? But now I found out that people. So shout out to my building if you're listening. Appreciate you guys for listening. <laughs> hey, new listeners. But I gotta be nicer about. Uh, I can't. I can't vent about any issues I have with the living situation now. So. No, I feel like you still can. <laughs> She was a good sport about it. She's like, I almost called in. She got like a thick New York accent that too. That would have been absolutely hilarious. I was like, oh, you should have called in. She no, called. I would have loved she's that. like, yeah, so we found your little podcast, your little podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
but I like that they're having a book club about it. You know, they they could have tried to tear you to shreds on social media and texted hashtag fire Ryan to the station. But oh, who would ever do something yeah, like that? Who would do such a thing? That's never been done here before. <laughs> so it could be worse. And then uh, Mora was with me, too. And she's like, oh, my God, I feel so uncomfortable knowing that they know about stuff that you say on the radio well it's kind of an icebreaker you know because you didn't really know your neighbors before and now that this funny thing has happened it's it's also if we're gonna knock me if i'm knocking them i'll be negative about myself it's the fact that i've lived there for 10 plus years (laughs) and i don't know any of my neighbors i see them and i see them in the halls and i give them a little nod and say hey how you doing but outside of that there's very minimal conversation so anyways i'll be uh toning down the the stories. I'm of, obsessed with the of, fact that she was like, it's me. She's like, I, was, I, left, I, I left the, the notes. <laughs> but she was a good sport about it. I go, you know what? I appreciate the content. Thank you for, thank you for the content. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. Like I said, I'm going back on vacation. I'm going, can I go with you? No. Me and Maura, we're going to go to Vegas. We're leaving too. I need to go back to bed and wake up on a different side of the bed. You'll be just fine. You'll have a, a reset. No. Tomorrow morning, you'll be fine. No. Literally during the show, I'll be on the plane. Viva Las Vegas! Yes. <laughs> that was good timing. We've been fighting for all that all day. How about a little Viva Las Vegas? Viva Las Vegas! Viva! Viva! Come on, I want to go. Take me with you. <laughs> Last week I was calling it, I kept saying, as Ryan Dillon once said, the great state of Las Vegas. The great state of Las Vegas. I want to be there. All right, we'll see you on Tuesday. See I'm, I'm already ready to say goodbye. We got the whole show. We got little second tickets. We got more to do. Hot Radio Man. Let me explain something to you one time, man. Hot Mornings with Ryan Dillon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. Swing and a miss. The uh, storm that was projected to bring parts of Maine a foot of snow will now hit further south, leaving Portland with just a possible dusting. Sunshine's actually possible later in the day. Getting all hyped up for a parking ban yesterday. I was getting all hot and bothered, like, oh, I have to fight people when I get out of here to park on the West End. It's not going to be good. No bueno. And it was a miss. I woke up this morning and I thought, wait a second. I looked out the window. Where's the snow? And then I checked my phone and it said none was coming. Nope. The Valentine's Day banded tradition of hanging large red hearts on buildings and landmarks all over Portland will live on thanks to a new ringleader and the family of the bandit, uh, the late Kevin Farman. They're actually launching a charitable foundation to honor him, too. Uh, Sierra Farman, his daughter, said she is honoring her father's wishes of keeping secret the details of exactly how the tradition will continue, including who is involved and the logistics of planning how and where to hang the stealthy hearts. So just know that it's still going to happen tomorrow you're gonna wake up in your portland area you're gonna see those hearts just like every other year love that rest in peace to kevin though um that was his tradition that he did each year and yeah one of my favorite things one of the coolest traditions i think that goes on in portland is seeing those hearts go up the fact that it's going to be continued is great and fellas use this moment right now to make a mental note that tomorrow is valentine's day get your ish together she says she doesn't want anything she's lying to you it's a test Don't fall for it. Don't fail. I have a question. Do you do gifts on Valentine's Day? (sighs) Sometimes I do. I think early on in the relationship I did, the bar was a little higher. Now I'm definitely doing like dinner and flowers. Dinner and flowers. I feel like dinner and flowers is what you do. But gifts? I don't know. I don't 
really know of anyone that's still doing, you know, like jewelry or extravagant gifts like that. I definitely did gifts early on, but then it wasn't reciprocated. So <gasps> why does why is it a why can't a guy get a gift on Valentine's Day? Why can't I get a box of chocolates on Valentine's I like chocolates. Is it because I'm going to eat the chocolates that I gave her? I mean, probably. I feel like you should be getting a box of chocolates. At least, right? You're telling me you just like they came up empty handed. You know, I don't want to say this for sure, but I feel like it. I come up um, empty handed. I don't know if I trust your memory on that. <laughs> but yeah, maybe a card, at least something. Uh, Please. I can't. That, in, that, in that scenario, like, yeah, it should be reciprocated just a little bit. I feel like I got left empty handed last year. I don't know, though. When I was a little girl, one morning I was getting ready to leave for school and I came downstairs and there was this big bouquet of roses, red roses. And on the dining room table, there was this little jewelry box. There was two, one for me and one for my sister. And it had a little necklace on it with a little sterling silver heart and a card that said from dad. And it was like the first time he had ever done gifts for Valentine's. Valentine's Day, he must have done something to my mom because I've never seen anything like it. Like he got her all this jewelry, he got us this jewelry, and then it never happened again. And I every year would he was come in the doghouse and he's like, This is all I get out of it this literally, year. Literally, I think that's what happened. But then every year following that, because I had to have been like 10, maybe 11, but I would come down the stairs and if Valentine's Day was on a school night, I would tiptoe down the stairs and I'd round the corner and I'd check the dining room table and I'd be like, huh? And it'd be empty. So that really messed me up. He was definitely in the doghouse. He definitely did something. Because then moving forward, it would be like he'd come home from work with a with like a bouquet of roses and give it to my mom like at five o'clock. And I'd say, where's mine type thing? Well, something happened. I also think, is it weird to share Valentine's with your parents? Is it? I don't know. I think that you should get your daughter's Valentine's Day gifts. All right. So if I have daughters, I'm going to have to. Put you that have on the to. Calendar. Well, he did. He made the mistake. You can't do it once he and not do it again. He made the mistake of doing it one time. And now I, and then I started expecting. You set the precedent. Yeah, I'll uh, never forget it. Just like they drew it up, President Biden has congratulated Kansas City Chiefs on their Super Bowl win and has extended an invitation to the White House. Biden shared on social media with their third Super Bowl win in just five seasons. The Kansas City Chiefs aren't just champions today. They're a dynasty. Um, he invited them once. Trump invited them. Uh, they didn't go for the Trump time, no, because it was during the pandemic. Uh, but the Chiefs had him back to the White House. And then uh, this is a little separate <laughs> invitation from that meme that he dropped on Super Bowl Sunday, which was creepy to me. I, the red eye picture is just, no, it was. it's creepy. I don't even care about it being creepy because I like creepy things. Just not appropriate. Read the room. Look at this economy. Like, I can't afford to buy a house right now and you're posting memes? Look at the state of the world. I don't know. It just really, like, please don't succumb to the pressure of being funny on social media just be the president well, i think he's a little annoyed because uh the rumors were the conspiracy theorists were saying that he literally drew it up that this was a, a, a plot by the democrats that taylor swift uh travis kelsey they're gonna get together they're gonna w win the super bowl then uh taylor is gonna endorse biden and we heard the stats that she does have some power people are gonna follow what she says so they thought that this was all planned out all mapped out it was totally, a conspiracy. Totally, totally. I've heard it all. If a meme account posted this from like a fake Joe Biden account, I would you'd get a laugh out of me. But it's the fact that it literally was POTUS on Twitter. Well, if it makes you feel better, it was probably just a millennial. An intern. An intern or somebody. <laughs> just like when they found just like when they found drugs at the White House, they're like, oh, it must have just been an intern. <laughs> the always the interns get blamed for everything. It's the easiest way to go. Um, what else we have for five things? Oh, Pizza Hut's giving away a way to break someone's heart with their goodbye pies. 
So the hot honey pizza comes in a box with an illustrated broken heart where your soon-to-be ex's name can be written. You can also give them a message. If you need help writing a message, go to goodbyepies.com and they have a message generator that will help you put your little disc with the pie. But I feel like this is a good way to let somebody down. Like if you're breaking up with somebody, at least there's pizza for them, you know? Okay, I have a question. When did hot honey become a thing on pizza? Because like five or so years ago, we got autos here at the station and one of the pizzas had hot honey on it. And I was like, oh, this is interesting and unique and delicious. But everyone does it now. I'd never heard of it before. We're to the point where Pizza Hut, Pizza Hut has hot honey on pizza. Yeah. That used to just be like a classy pizza spot. Now it's a universal thing. When, did, when did that happen? Within the last couple of years, I would say. I see hot honey uh, hot honey pepperoni combo. I That's see a lot I'm of spots. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It just popped up out of nowhere. And uh, shout out to us today, by the way. It's World Radio Day, the OG way to keep people entertained and informed. Turn up the radio today and celebrate all it has Turn to up. offer. Happy World Radio Day. And that is five things you need to know made hot by the law. Offices of Joe Bornstein injured in an accident. Call Joe today for a free case evaluation. 207 Call Joe or online at joebornstein.com. Hot Radio Man. Oh, Lord. Hot Warnings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. This year's Super Bowl was the most watched telecast in American history. Yesterday, I knew it. We were talking about it. We said, I can't wait to see these ratings because we knew everybody had this game turned on for one reason or the other. Whether it was you're a Chiefs fan, a 49ers fan, a football fan, a Taylor Swift fan, a Usher fan. You just like to get together with your family and friends and watch the game every year. Everybody had a reason to watch this year. It was crazy. So many people just for the spectacle of it all. Uh, 123.4 million people watched the Chiefs defeat the 49ers across all platforms. The game also had the biggest audience for a single network of 120 million. It was the most streamed Super Bowl so far with uh, 202.4 million viewers. And that means Usher had the most viewed halftime performance of all time. Whoa. Pretty crazy numbers there. But honestly, no surprise. What was the commercial? Was it the Sarah, another Sarah V commercial with the father and the daughter bonding over football because of Taylor Swift. Yeah, I saw that commercial. I don't know what product it was for, but that was adorable. The product, I didn't feel like the product tied into the commercial whatsoever, but the commercial itself actually made me cry. It was, it was, uh, and it was like an actual father. They were like not actors, actual father daughter duo. Oh, they were? Yeah, I, I mean, read. that was what this fine print said. I couldn't this, read like, the fine print because I was daughter. crying. Yeah. Obviously, everybody online has been criticizing, like, they show Taylor too much. They show her da-da-da-da-da. Like, oh, I want football to be back to just football. And I'm not watching because they show Taylor too much. I saw a lot of stories combating that, saying, oh, yeah, well, you're not watching. But now I'm watching the game literally with my daughter. And we haven't spent any time together. And now this is super cool. So I enjoy it. It literally, I could cry on command just thinking about Thinking about that commercial. Because, like, growing up, growing up as a girl. And then the dad had the beads not to cut you off. I know just like finding something that you can bond over with with your dad when you're a tween and a teen like those years you really can start you can start to drift apart just because you're like a moody little teenager and you just want to hang out with your friends so to have something with your dad that you can bond over and like keep that relationship close so cute also i think that a lot of times with the tear jerking commercials they're a little bit of a stretch you're like okay that's not a real scenario but i feel like this oh, this is happening was really happening across america with, with people speaking of the commercials one of my favorite was uh this one right here i don't think you should do this watch and learn he's here uh, flat on the track what up bronx here come the donkeys 
my partner. It's really hard to be your friend, man. How do you like them donuts? I'm so sorry. What track are we? We talked about this. Two words. Dunking's ice coffee. Uh, the full commercial <laughs> is great when he comes in and it's like the Boston Massacre and you got Touchdown Tommy on the keys. Was he on the keys or the drums? I don't even know. Um, Tom Brady was in that. Well, uh, Duncan was quick to capitalize off of the success of that commercial. Um, they started selling the tracksuits that were worn by Matt Damon. Really? Ben Are Affleck. you going to buy one? Well, I can't because they sold out almost immediately. The track Darn. jacket, pants, the bucket hat, they went on sale yesterday at noon. And by 1 p.m., everything was sold out. So within an hour, everything, the jacket, the pants, they were going for 60 bucks. The hat cost $40. Not sure if they're going to restock, but it's worth checking if you want to check the Duncan website. I expect a lot of people around the Boston area and the New England area to be walking around in their full Dunkin' Donuts track suits. Like I can definitely see that as a fashion choice. Oh, for, for sure. People. Uh, Larsa Pippen, Marcus Jordan have gone their separate ways. The Real Housewives of Miami Star and the son of Michael Jordan have split after more than a year of dating. I thought they were going to the altar. I thought they were getting married. I honestly thought the same thing. I was watching them on the traders and I thought, wow, they're actually really sweet together. And then I was listening to a podcast that she was on and she was talking about their relationship and she had nothing but amazing things to say. And I really thought they were going to go to the distance. So I was actually surprised by this breakup news. Rumors of a breakup began to swirl Sunday. I'm watching the game and Morris trying to tell me about Marcus Jordan breaking up. I said, hey, can't take in all of this information. Beyonce just dropped two songs. The game's going on. Usher. But should your Taylor Swift follow your ex? That's the real And I'm question. like, how do you know? And then she literally goes, well, Larsa Pippen just posted, should your friends unfollow your ex? I'm like, during the game? <laughs> God. Everybody wanted their moment, their piece of uh, the Super Bowl. Rumors started to swirl when um, they unfollowed each other mm -hmm. and deleted all the photos of him from her feed. And then she posted that, should your friends unfollow your ex? as well as a video of Morgan Freeman speaking about trusting your inner voice. Yeah, what the heck happened? Did he cheat on her or something? Marcus's famous dad, Michael Jordan, previously admitted that he did not really approve of the relationship. Yeah. And uh, Larsa, who is Scottie Pippen's ex-wife, is 49. Marcus is just 33. Okay, so the age gap was weird a little bit, but it happens. The real crazy part is the whole basketball. Like, Marcus Jordan played with her son, like, her ex-husband, Michael Jordan's the dad. Like, it's just a little bit too close. Incestuous. It's pretty weird. Yeah. Michael and Scotty were the dynamic duo for so many years, winning all those championships. This is his ex-wife, and now like Michael's he should, son he is... He shouldn't approve of that. No, it's like, very bizarre. But like you said, I thought they were... Uh, they at least seemed happy together, so that's over. Tyrese's girlfriend didn't want to hear any more about his ex-wife. In an Instagram post, Tyrese said, Zelly Timothy broke things off with him. He explained me and Zelly just broke up over some dumb-ish. She demanded that I cancel my album because there's too many songs about my ex on there. F does that even mean? <laughs> Tyrese and his ex-wife, Samantha Lee, have been embroiled in a bitter divorce battle. He's an R&B artist. Broken heart. Ex love. That's like the best content possible for an R&B album, right? That and new love. You have to know that when you date an artist, a musician, singer, you have to know that they're going to sing about their exes no matter how much time has passed. She must have felt like the balance is off. There's not enough love songs about me and too many uh, about your ex breakup songs. Breakup songs, I think, sell better than love songs. 
Do you agree? Interesting. I think people get more passionate about mm-hmm. break. The best you can hope for on a love song is that becomes like a first dance at a wedding or something like that. Can you think of like one love song right now? Because the first one I'm thinking of is um John Legend, All of Me. Really? <laughs> I'm thinking of Bubbly by Colby Calais. Starts in my toes. That's about being in love, right? Like she's so bubbly because she's so in love. I guess so. I know the toes line. I vaguely remember that song. But anyways, I don't think she should be mad about the X on the album. That's that's no. that's the paycheck right there. That provides for, you know, the family. That provides for them together in their relationship. Could have used the content. Uh, you weren't the only one to hear Alicia Keys miss that first note, by the way. We talked a little bit about this yesterday. Uh, apparently, the NFL Rock Nation, Alicia and Usher, want you to forget about it because they all heard it too. As the full performance was officially released on the NFL YouTube channel yesterday morning, something sounded a little bit different. So here's what it sounded like on Sunday when we were all watching the most viewed telecast in the history of television with like 120 plus million people. This is what it sounded like. Some people but, but then when you go to the version that's up on YouTube for the official NFL page, it sounds like this. A little bit but different. How do they do that? AI? Did she re-sing I it? don't know how they do it, but I've seen this done before with other performances, and it freaks me right out. It's, They're rewriting history. It's drawing more attention to it, though, in my opinion, because now everyone's like, oh my God, they changed it. They fixed it. It's fraud. Yeah, you're not wrong. We wouldn't have talked about her missing the note again today if I didn't no. have the audio to play for you, if they didn't change it. They should have given it some time and maybe in like a month changed it so nobody would have noticed it, so that like <laughs> years from now when you go back to watch the Usher performance like people are going back watching Michael Jackson the and Prince day, yeah yeah people are going back to watch some classic uh things you wouldn't hear that and you'd be like oh my god I remember like, it being worse oh, than it was it oh, wasn't that bad sounds really good that's weird but when you do it the next day yeah you're right you're drawing attention and I hate to even talk about it because I love Alicia Keys you know who else has done this is someone who I love, J-Lo. There's a famous like SNL clip of her performing live and it was not her best. And the one that they uploaded online is perfection. Wow. And people constantly post the side-by-sides. That's interesting. Well, she had recently uh, been the musical guest over the weekend or last weekend or something. So it, it dug it all back up. Oh. People were like, never forget when she did this. That sucks. The internet sucks sometimes for stuff like that. Like this. Alicia Keys is, is a great performer. I've seen her live. She crushes it. She turned it around real quick. Yeah, there's parts in the performance that were phenomenal and it was just such a uh, a freak a thing. Yeah, yeah, a little mishap. You could have been a little sick, a little tickle in the throat. You know, somebody's voice cracks all the time. It <laughs> happens to the best of us. It happens to Alicia Keys. It can happen to anybody. So it's unfortunate that we have to sit here and talk about it again, but we do because they They're making it. it a thing. Yeah, they make it a thing. Another thing uh, that was big and I thought the performance was so good. I didn't even want to focus on this, but people were saying, oh, I'm so disappointed that Justin Bieber wasn't part of it, that Justin Bieber didn't come out. We learned yesterday that Justin Bieber wasn't feeling it. So he was supposed to. Usher had asked him to perform and he said he wasn't feeling it. Come on. I know he's got some health issues and he he did like a a, a small thing. I, I want to say it was for Drake around the NHL. Did like a, was it like stripped vocals or like acoustic? Yeah. So 
maybe it wasn't necessarily like an Usher diss. He wasn't feeling Usher. He just wasn't feeling getting out there and performing in front of entire stadium. He hasn't performed since he like well, probably because people, yeah, people would be upset if he went out there. We'd all love it in the moment, and then we'd say, "Wait a second, I had tickets to his show, and he never came back." You know, maybe he was afraid of the Alicia Keys thing. Like, hey, I haven't performed in a while. I canceled because of health issues. I don't want to get out there on the biggest stage. And that song with Usher, he was pretty young. He was like pre-puberty. So his voice was a lot different. his voice is different. And that's like a da-da-da-da-da-da. Like he might not be able to hit those notes as high as he used to. It's a little bit different. Don't knock Usher because he asked and he wanted him to be a part of it. He just wasn't feeling it. And then Bieber did post a tribute with a bunch of pictures from the performance shouting him out and giving him his flowers and basically saying ushers you know the one who kind of is his, his men- mentor his mentor yeah exactly speaking of usher congratulations in honor uh usher and his longtime girlfriend jen koikachea I'm going to mess it up every time. Uh, our husband and wife officially. So multiple sources reported that the couple had attained a marriage license three days before Usher's Super Bowl halftime performance. We talked a little bit about that yesterday. Well, I guess after the game, the couple appeared in public showing off their wedding bands. Uh, page six said that the two were married in a private ceremony between his halftime performance and the reveal at an after party. Like jam-packed day for Usher. He performs biggest stage in the world and then... Gets married, then pops up at this after party, and they're officially hitched. Usher and Jen have been together for five years and have two children together, a three-year-old daughter, Sovereign, and a two-year-old son, Sire. So big day Sunday for Usher. Congratulations. I like to daydream and make up scenarios in my head, and I was just thinking to myself, imagine if they had a little pact, and and they they said, if you ever do the Super Bowl, we'll get married. <laughs> we'll make it official. Well, it's kind and then of cr- he did the halftime show, and they were like, well, damn, I guess we got to get the marriage license. And the halftime show was in Vegas. And how many people go to Vegas, Vegas each year to get married? You do those little private ceremony wedding chapel things. Uh, I, think, I it's, think it's romantic. I think it's great. Yeah. And he'll sit there and be like, you're going to remember that date forever. You know, Oh, it's going to be their first Valentine's Day married. <laughs> um, that is maybe I'll get married in Vegas. That'd be hilarious. He already told me no. He said no. He said, we're not going to do it backwards. Like he's like, I got to propose first, then we'll get married in Vegas. And I was like, no, I, I think I want to get married just like off the cuff. Yeah. What if he proposes and then you get married in Vegas? You like? Oh, I would. You're there for a few days. I totally would. But wow. All right. <laughs> Wait, why are you saying wow? <laughs> Maybe Valentine's Day he drops down at the airport on the knee. See, you're enabling me. What do you mean? Because you're like, oh, all these girls, they make up these. Maybe he's going to give me a gift. Maybe he's going to give me flowers. He's going to really surprise me. That's what I do in my head. And then it doesn't happen. I think it's going to happen for you. I think no. I think he's planning it. I don't think so. I've joked about it before. Like when we were packing our suitcase, I was like, don't forget the ring. Congratulations. Like, Would you stop? On your pre-engagement. His brother actually told me to take it down a notch. He was like, you're going to scare him off with all the jokes. You can't scare him off at this point. You've been <laughs> together for years. I know. Like, if that was the last straw, that'd be kind of wild. Yeah. Congratulations. You'd be like, oh, she just wanted to marry me. I had to get rid of her. We'll play back this audio and talk about it <laughs> when you get back on Tuesday of next week. You're going to be disappointed. <laughs> I'm not going to be disappointed. You might be disappointed. <laughs> Fair. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Yeah, every morning.
Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan split. And then she posted, should your friends unfollow your ex? So let's do that for a little tech of tickets today. Okay. 207-807-1104. 207-807-1104. Let us know what you think. Should your friends unfollow your ex? You break up with somebody. Uh, clearly, they met through your relationship, followed. You guys were a big, happy family. But now that you split, you got to choose sides, right? They can't be still following your ex, right? What do you think? Should your friends unfollow your ex? Tara, thoughts, feelings, concerns? I think eventually. I don't I, I don't know. I feel like it doesn't have to be done right away and a big dramatic thing like cutting ties instantly. Personally, I don't think it's that big of a deal. But I will say that over time, like if a year has gone by and my friends are still following one of my exes, I'll be like, why are you following them? I've had this happen in real life. Especially if they're not hanging out anymore through you, then it's like, yeah. what's the purpose of yeah. this? Yeah. So no, I'm not going to make my friends immediately go and un unfollow that person. But I think organically it should happen over time. You're like, I don't want to admit to the fact that yes, they should unfollow them. So I'm going to say organically it should happen. I've had a situation where uh, like a year or so has gone by after a breakup and a friend has sent me a screenshot of something my ex posted. And I was like, why are you following them? And they're like, well, I don't know. I'm going to unfollow now. That is my answer here. I don't care if they follow. I just don't need the updates. Right, right, and right. And people feel the need to say like, oh, did you see this? I'm like, well, I'm not following that person for a reason anymore. So so no. in general, if I unfollow somebody or I mute somebody, I'd prefer not to see their content. And I always get annoyed with friends who send me the content anyways. I'm like, hey, I've told you I have this person muted or unfollowed. Why are you still sending me the content? Clearly, I just want to not involve myself with them. Little gossip queens. Yeah. And people love the gossip. They're like, oh, I want to get his take on this. It's like, I'm like just, no comment. I'm just over here in my lane. All right. I don't I got no comment on that. I'm just doing my thing over here. Um, well, what do you think? I'm interested to hear from the male perspective. That's what I said. I think that I don't care if you're following an ex of mine. I just don't want to see the content. Okay. So you can follow all you want. Just don't send me screenshots. All right. All right. I don't really care. I also kind of live by the, I don't want to make a big deal about it. Like, I don't want to unfollow. Like, I won't even unfollow an ex until they unfollow me. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're just so chill. I'm just very mature about things. How do you know they unfollowed you, though? That's the real question. Uh, uh, <laughs> because other people send me a message and say, hey, do you know that they're not following you anymore? Or your pictures become untagged? Mm-hmm. That's one of the other ways to figure it out. I just think it makes it a bigger deal where if you break up and in the same week, you're like, girls, everyone, meeting unfollow him all right so no meeting but organically you would like all your friends to eventually unfollow yeah i i feel like i have a very um i don't know how to explain it but i'm i'm crazy so <laughs> i don't want my friends to immediately unfollow because it, it'd make a big deal and that could embarrass me but if a year has gone by and i see that some of my friends are still following an ex i'm like okay raising an eyebrow at you should plan it out like all you right you should know all that right. within a year within 365 days that you should not be following this person amanda this month you unfollow <laughs> next month blaze you unfollow and so on and so forth but let's not all do it at once yeah felicia and bangor should your friends unfollow your ex yeah <laughs> simple as that has this happened sure. i need details uh, oh of course it's happened it's happened multiple times but you know i'm just too nice to say not say anything so you f you find out they're still following your ex but you don't say anything to them oh no i like tell them but like if they go back and like follow him after they like i'm like can you 
can you delete him? And they fully delete him, and then they'll go back and follow him or whatever. Uh, that's not a friend. Yeah, that's even worse. If you tell them <laughs> to delete, they delete, and then they go back and follow. That's very that's shady. suspicious behavior. That's what I'm saying. And I'm like, I'm too nice to say anything. So I'm just like, you know, let him ruin your life. He ruined mine. Yeah, the karma will come and get them. All right, so is there a time frame or immediately when you break up, all the friends should unfollow? I ask, like, right after I break up with them. Like, can you just, like, I don't want to see anything of his. All right. Alyssa from Auburn, should your friends unfollow your ex? Uh, yes, 100%. Immediately or is there a grace period? Um, I would give them, like, a couple days, like, if they're <laughs> friends with them. A couple days? I would give them a couple days, but... Normally, I would say right off the bat. You got to choose whose side you're on immediately. Yeah. There's not a world where somebody can be friends with you and one of your exes. No, definitely not. <laughs> when I was younger, though, immediately after the breakup, I kind of needed my best friend to still be following them so I could creep every once in a while. Yeah, definitely. Like, I agree to that. Like, if you want to snoop, then snoop. But, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's very awkward. Especially, like, if you have, like, I had this friend who had my ex on Snap and was still snapping him oh, after we no. had broken up. Oh, yeah. It was, it was not fun. And I had asked and she just didn't. So we're not longer, longer friends anymore. Mm-hmm. Good riddance. I will say that yeah. I said I don't care, but a little part of me does get hurt if I see uh, one of like their photos. Yeah, one of their photos <laughs> pop up on social media, and one of my friends, who I think is a friend, liked that photo. Like, come on, man! I feel like I'm yeah. being stabbed in the exactly. back. <laughs> yeah, it's something else. <laughs> Johanna from Sanford, should your friends unfollow your ex? I'm gonna say no because I want all the tea. <laughs> I was talking about this a little bit. Like, I need at least one friend to still be following while it's fresh so I can just see what they're I up want, to. I want all my friends to follow them because <laughs> I need everybody stalking everybody, who they're following, who's their friends. Like, give me the tea. What are they posting? But then when someone actually delivers on the tea, you're like, maybe we shouldn't be doing this because I'm going to go throw up now. I mean, yeah, it, it makes me a little angry, but it's better than being like, I don't get to see anything and I only get to see their profile picture. Like, no, what memes are you posting about me? Like, I want to know. Has somebody posted memes about you? That's aggressive. Like, okay, like when you break up and they're like, they post like jokes about how they'll be single forever mm -hmm. women or whatever. I'm like, I know that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here thinking uh, my answer was no, I don't care. They shouldn't unfollow. Uh, but then I also realized it has to be no, because I still follow some of my friends' exes on social media. I mean, I feel like as long as you're not messaging them, see, that that would make me angry. No. If you were like texting, you know what I mean? But like, if you just follow them and then you periodically send me screenshots, like that's fine. I won't send screenshots, but they were also a part of my life. And I'm just like, like just like people I went to high school with, I'm just curious. What, what are they up to if they pop up in the timeline? Like what's going on? I don't yeah, have any I, real hard feelings. I, they didn't do me I'm dirty. Okay with it. I have this personal rule that now, because like I'm almost 30. So my friends that are still single when they start new relationships, I will not follow their significant other unless they've been dating at least like two years. Wow. Because they come and they go and then you're stuck following them and you're like, okay, if I unfollow you, now you're going to think I'm mean. It's and tough to get a follow from Tara Fox, huh? <laughs> I yes. just don't. Well, I don't really use my... 
I don't really use my social media that much, but I just feel like I've had situations where a friend's new boyfriend has followed and I'm like, oh, and then they break up and I'm like, okay, now I'm following you and I don't want to be. <laughs> So you have That's to, they, it has to be a long-term committed relationship. Yeah, like they have to actually be my friend. Before you can commit we to the follow. We have to be friends in real life for the follow. That's wow. what I'm trying to say. Wow. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Are you trying to win these little Tekka tickets? I sell it. All right. Let's make this happen. We're going to hook you up with our pair of tickets. You're going. Congratulations. Ah, yay. February 25th, MGM Music Hall at Fenway. It's going to be a great concert with our guy, Little Tekka. And you are in there. Ah, I'm so excited. Thank you. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. I got to say, yesterday I fell victim to one of the Super Bowl commercials. Like Which one? What they were advertising. I said, all right, I'll give that a whirl. It was the, is it Poppy? Is that the name of it? Mm, the yeah. soda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, soda, but it's good for you. I'm like, I really don't drink much soda. It's a treat that I have maybe once every two to three Be months. Be honest. I really don't drink much soda. I love soda. I love soda, but I drink seltzers all the time. I love soda, but I don't drink it that much. Well, that commercial literally was made for you because it was like, soda! And like, it's healthy. Soda, soda, soda. And I've seen those drinks in the store forever and yeah, just kind of yeah. like pass them by. And like, this stuff is probably tastes terrible. But they made it seem like this is like the new wave of soda and it tastes just as good as soda just without all the bad stuff in it. And so I... I said, all right, I'll give it a whirl. I bought a can. Which flavor? I did watermelon and then- Okay, well, what? Watermelon soda? Well, Mora had raspberry rose. Why didn't you guys do like orange grape or Coca-Cola? Like, why didn't you do like- like? Start I didn't see cola wasn't an option. I'm not, I don't, I don't know. Orange didn't really- You don't like orange soda? No, I do like it, but I just wasn't in the mood for it. I feel like watermelon soda, like it- it's going to taste like its own thing. Like you have nothing to compare it to. Maybe, maybe that's the reason. All I know is I tasted it and it tasted healthy and gross. <laughs> so I'm here to say, don't fall for that commercial. I, I fell for it. Don't fall for it. And then you told me that it's supposed to make you poop. It's like a, I thought it was a probiotic. It's a prebiotic. Anyone know the difference? What's I don't. the difference between probiotic? And prebiotic? I don't know. I just the prebiotic it. soda. I Googled it and it says prebiotics are used, are used with the intention of improving the balance of microorganisms. Yeah. So it's like, to keep your gut health ready to go. I don't know. I did have a little trouble <laughs> going to the bathroom this morning, which was unusual. Oh, oh. after Maybe drinking the soda. Maybe you should not be drinking prebiotics. I think I'm normally pretty regular. I have tried this soda and I agree with you. You're giving me a hard time about the flavor. It does taste healthy. Okay, so which flavor have you had? I had the grape, but I was comparing it to like deliciously sugary grape soda from Sunkist like or whatever. The, I can't remember which one I like. I was like, oh, grape soda. I haven't had that since grape I was a Grape soda kid. is so good. I had a grape soda like once every three years, it's I would say. It's so good. So I was like, ooh. It's so good. So I tried that one and it was good, but it did taste healthy. But I finished the whole thing. I wasn't like, Ugh. I can't drink this. I'd stopped. I couldn't finish the rest really? of the water. I couldn't do it. Next on my list is to try the cola. I think they have like a vanilla cola too, which I would like. Well, they have, if I was looking it up, their competitor is the Olipop. So there's Poppy and then there's Olip. I think it's called Olipop. <gasps> I've had Olipop. So you have never had. had this. I just Googled it and now I'm seeing, wow, I'm a fraud. I never had Poppy. So you've had the my Olipop. Life. They, they're very similar. I've, <laughs> 
I read up on it after I had the poppy. Olipop is the one that has like cherry vanilla, vintage cola, root beer, beer, orange grape. I had one of those. Well, they have orange grape for the poppy, but then they have watermelon and like raspberry rose and raspberry rose. I don't like rose. I don't like the taste of rose. I kind of I like that better than the watermelon because I had a sip from Morris. And my only complaint is that I wish it was a little drier, like a cranberry dry esque feel versus it was sweet it tasted a little sweet that's my complaint well, okay it. that is the full review and apparently i need to go and try one of these because i've never had one yeah i just wanted to say that uh the super bowl advertisement worked mm-hmm. on me i don't know if it's worth the money though because like i tried it and i'll never go you back know, and try it again you know what super bowl advertisement could have had me <laughs> worked on me what is jesus washing people's feet because look at this ring i found and in, in my jewelry box i put it back on <laughs> What does that have to do with Jesus washing feet? It's a cross ring that my grandparents got me when I was like 13. I was looking for a pair of earrings to bring to Vegas and I was like, oh my God, I forgot about this ring. I put it right on and it makes it seem like I'm religious because it's literally a cross oh, wow. on my ring finger. Well, I had it on my ring finger. They spent but $14 million dollars on that commercial. Think about how many hungry people they could have fed instead of <laughs> I saw a that commercial. You, about- didn't, you didn't come up with that. <laughs> I saw that on social media. I'm joking, by the way. I just like the ring. I, I'm not religious because of that commercial. I don't know if that was the commercial or there was another like, uh, you know. I'm so not religious that I was confused until the very end. I was like, why are they washing people's feet? I had foot fetish commercial. I had no idea what was going on until the very end. There's a, a commercial about like not hating people. And, you know, obviously on the surface, it sounds very, very good. And then I saw somebody tweet out stats on the company that paid for it and about how they've like, you know, backed like anti LGBTQ legislation and all of that stuff. And I'm like, it's oh, like, how is that helping oh, people? So, but they're asking for donations. <laughs> so people are like, yeah, I don't like hate. I'm going to donate to this organization. And then that organization is funding other stuff. Everything. You start going down these it's black holes. An ad. It's crazy. Anyways, don't uh, don't trust the poppy soda commercial. It doesn't taste like soda. <laughs> well, now actually, I want to try it more. No, it doesn't. Don't do it. Save yourself. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. You probably know this, but maybe you don't. They make Super Bowl champion merchandise for both teams, so they have it ready to go for the winner right after the Super Bowl. Seems really wasteful. So you're asking, what happens to the yeah, exactly. 49ers merch that says Super Bowl 58 champions on it? The NFL actually partners with an organization called Good 360, and it keeps uh, uh, the shirts and the, the hats and everything out of the landfills, and they, oh, send, they send the clothing to vetted nonprofits it's all across the globe. So for instance, last year, the Philadelphia Eagles apparel went to the Ukraine, uh, Estonia, Latvia, Mongolia. So there's literally kids walking around in Latvia with Eagles Super Bowl 57 champion shirts on. That's interesting, but that I'm kind of glad weird? it's not being wasted. No, they don't waste it. They do they do send it to other countries. There's just one strict rule that the NFL has. The losing team's apparel is never sent to a nonprofit in the United States because they don't want to see any of that gear popping up throughout the country so they send it to other countries across the globe but the one strict rule is you'll you're not going to see a 49ers uh shirt here 
You know what's interesting is recently on my For You page, I saw a video of this guy traveling to a different country and it was a market and it was like t-shirts mm -hmm. and they had a bunch of random t-shirts that had come from the US and he was like, people in the US would go crazy for these if they were thrifting them. Like these shirts are literally like vintage touring shirts. Like there must've been a misprint on them or something. Well, think about how crazy somebody would go over uh, the fact that's what that, I mean. that's like yeah. Super Bowl 58 champion 49ers. There's some thrifter that would find that incredible yeah. all the way back to maybe some of the older Super Bowls mm -hmm. Buffalo Bills Super Bowl champion from the 90s or something like that and you find that overseas it'd be kind of crazy but yeah they do make a ton of merch for both teams and they got to get rid of the they got to get rid of the losing team's merch somehow at least it doesn't end up in a landfill and it goes to a decent cause there in case you were wondering thank you I was wondering we got another chance to win little Tekka tickets Haley's going to be uh, filling in for B all this afternoon. So make sure you listen to her at 5 p.m. And uh, we'll be back. And viva Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, was, I literally was saying we're going to be back tomorrow with more tickets, but I'm going to be back tomorrow by myself. And Tara's going to be, you know, singing this on the, <laughs> singing this on the plane. Send me a picture of the ring when he gives it to you. <laughs> There's going to be no ring, but there will be a mimosa on the flight because drinks are free on Valentine's Day with Southwest. So I am going to, Shut for the up. first time ever, drink on a plane. That, I'm going to get drunk on a plane. That is that is uh, great. Wow. What a promotion by Southwest coming through. I was so excited when I saw that. So no ring, but a mimosa we're watch, predicting. Watch, we board the plane and I'm like, I'll have a mimosa, please. And they're like, so actually because of inflation, drinks are no longer free on holidays. So be, give me your credit card. Be careful, though. Why? Because um, you want to make sure while you're sipping the mimosa, you don't throw it back because one of the timeless tricks is to drop the engagement ring in the in the champagne flute. Oh, we're not sitting together on the plane. That's what he wants you to think. <laughs> you guys aren't sitting together on the plane? No, I want to sit with Amanda because we want to watch specific things on her iPad. She's already downloaded the stuff. Oh, well, now I don't feel bad if he doesn't <laughs> propose. He was like, I was going to propose on the plane, but you didn't want to sit next to me. I don't a plain proposal i want to look cute not and even, gorgeous not, not even with the good. with the with the ring and the and the mimosa flute actually i don't know i would be happy no matter what he did but um i will not be sitting with him i predict that that's <laughs> going to happen and then you're going to throw back the mimosa and then it's you're going to swallow the ring on accident and then you're going to spend the entire vacation monitoring your poop because you got to make sure the ring comes out the other end no that's my prediction i'm not a dog <laughs> i would see the ring <laughs>